coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. We are not victims of our situation. We are the architects of it. And those words are by Simon Sinek. So welcome to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. Today we are on part 8 of 11 or the seventh foundational layer or element of intentional transformation. So again, as I've been doing, as we make our way forward, I'll recap what the previous episodes have have been focused on so you can see this transformational pyramid, so to speak, being built. Remember, we built this pyramid on our values. That's basically representative of the land that we're going to build our transformational pyramid on is our values. So that first layer was thought. Thought became the foundation of choice. Choice then became the foundation of vision, which is one of the choices we have is to choose a vision. And that's where this transformational pyramid, so to speak, narrows down. Everything above it is based on our vision. So we start, we build on values and we build a layer of thought, which leads to our choices. And again, one of those choices is vision. So here's where we narrow down where we're headed. So vision, that vision becomes the foundation of hope. Then layer four, hope becomes the foundation for sacrifice. Sacrifice sacrifice is the foundation of discipline. And discipline is the foundation of growth. So growth is, is layer seven. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And growth becomes the foundation of change. And you see, you can you can change without growing. However, you can't grow without changing. And again, remember vision. When, when we talked about vision, that's where we set in our direction. So we're not just looking for any change. We're looking for change relative to our vision. We're looking for growth relative to our vision. So again, discipline is the foundation for growth. And again, that's growth relative to our vision, intentional growth. And that growth will become the foundation for the next layer, which we'll talk about next episode, which is change, positive change relative to our vision. You can create change or be impacted by change caused by others. And change may and often does just happen. Most change is outside of your control. So that that opening quote I shared with you from Simon Sinek, we're not victims of our situation. We are the architects of it. That's what this entire transformational book is about. And again, if you you haven't purchased the book yet, I'm I'm telling you, you need to go get it. The thing is full of roadmap and guide material for leading yourself through personal transformation. 
I've had a lot of people who've read this book tell me about the impact it's had on them, and it's pretty profound. But again, I'm giving you some good stuff on the podcast for free, or you can go take it to the next level and invest in the book. So think about it. Growth, growth is much different than change because most change is outside of your control. But growth is much different. Growth doesn't just happen. It doesn't simply come with age. If it did, all of the older people would be more successful than all of the younger people. But that's simply not how it works. You must make a choice to be intentional about your growth. And see, hum- humble people understand the more they learn, the more they realize what they have yet to learn. If they know they'll never learn it all. And they also know this key fact. Growth creates options. And I'm telling you, if you want more options in life, all you got to do is get intentional about growth. Growth creates options. Don't worry about a raise. I see so many people who could be growing. I've met them all throughout my career. They've missed so many opportunities because they worried about getting a raise before they want to do the job. It's crazy to me because I understand that growth creates options. I understand when I raise my hand and I take responsibility for doing a job, yeah, maybe they ought to pay me more. I could care less about them paying me more. And I ain't speaking just to be speaking. This is this is what most of my career was based on, asking for more responsibility. Because what I knew is I get paid eventually for the experience, or you can use the word here where I'm using growth, that happens when I take responsibility. Someone recently asked me, how do, how do, how do I go about a conversation when I'm being offered a promotion? How do I go? How do I engage in the conversation about what I'm going to get paid? I said, "Well, I'm a bad, I'm a, I'm a bad uh, person to be asking for advice on that because I wouldn't ask about the pay. I'd ask about what I need to do to make it happen, and then I'd go make it happen. And I'd either get raises or I'd go find me another job who's willing to pay me for that growth and experience that that the other organization basically got for free. See, I got something out of it too if I'm looking at it like that, and I always do." But too many people, they worried about the pay. They worried about the raise. I remember many times I raised my hand. I said, I'll do a job. And it didn't come with any pay. They didn't talk about pay. I didn't ask about pay. Think about it, though. If I'm asking to do a job that I really don't know how to do or I've never done to prove myself, what's raising my hand worth? (laughs) To me, it ain't worth a lot. I'm raising it right now. It ain't worth much. If you're listening, raise your hand right now. What's that worth to you? Most people won't get paid for that. They ain't even delivered any results yet. It's kind of backwards. If you're not growing, you're slowing. Growth doesn't just happen. You must be intentional. I mean, I've passed by people in my career because they were worried about the money. They got mad because they didn't get offered a raise or they got mad because they wouldn't get enough raise. Or they they wanted a position or title and they they didn't get it. So they were angry. They were angry angry during the, the interview process or they didn't even bid on a job because they already knew it didn't pay more. And then 
a year, two years, five years later, they wonder why people like me are leaving them behind. We didn't leave them behind. They chose to stay behind. We chose to move forward. I'm telling you, if you out there hammering away, don't worry about the pay. I mean, you got to have pay to pay your bills. But if you got to pay to pay your bills, you go get after some experience. That's growth. You get paid for that. You can resell it every day. Every bit of experience you got, you can resell it every day. And again, growth relative to your vision doesn't just happen. And again, if you hadn't listened to the previous episodes, you need to step back and go back and listen to each one of these. And even if you have been listening, when you get done with this, I hope you read the book. And if you read the book, when you finish the book, go read it again because it's going to mean much more going through it from the beginning when you understand each of the layers that are coming. I'm telling you, if you read, if you get the book, you got to read it twice. And I would even say if you listen to this podcast, if you're serious about what I'm talking about, when you get done, go back to the first episode of this series on uh, 10 Foundational Elements of Intentional Transformation and listen to them again because they're going to mean more after you understand where you're going. I'm telling you, you may not believe it, but a serious business, especially if you got the book. You got to read the book twice. So you must you must develop an intentional growth plan that'll move you toward your vision. And as you move along the path of transformation, you're going to be able to see more and see farther. And as you expand your vision, you must also make adjustments to your growth plan to remain highly effective and highly efficient. Intentional growth based on your passion will always lead you closer to discovering your why or your purpose. And again, you may not want to do what I'm doing, but I got here literally by doing what I'm teaching you in this book or this series. It's why I read every day. People will tell me sometimes, hey man, you should read this book. It's good. And I'll say, what's it about? If it's nothing about my vision and my journey, I kindly decline and I don't tell them I'll read it. I don't tell them I'll add it to my list because I want them to know I'm very intentional and I'm on purpose. You may think it's a great book and it may very well be the best book you ever read in your life for you. But it may have nothing to do with where I'm going and where I'm headed. So I'm very picky about which books I actually read, but I'm always reading because I know what we're talking about in this episode Growth is the foundation for change. <clears throat> so l- let me tell you this. I don't know where I heard it. You may have seen me share a meme or something on it before. Picture quote. And and, and you've, you've heard it before said kind of differently. But people say you, sometimes I hear people say, you, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And that's true. You can't lead a horse to water. And you can't make them drink. But what you can do is make them thirsty. So a lot of people don't talk about that. They just say, yeah, you're right. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Nope, you can't make them drink. Remember, leadership is influence. I can make him thirsty. Then he'll drink. How you make him thirsty? Put some salt on his tongue. There's other ways to do it too. Don't give him any water before you take him to the water. Don't allow him to have access to the water. He'll drink. So you can't make him drink, but you can influence him to drink, right? So the reason I'm telling you that 
is because of what I'm about to tell you. You can lead a human to knowledge, but you can't make them think. You can lead a human to knowledge, but you can't make them think. All you can do is influence them to think. That's called share something thought-provoking. That's why I share memes and quotes and stories and articles and do these podcasts. I can't make you think, but I can influence you to think. So you can lead a human to knowledge, but you can't make them think. So when we talk about growth, a lot of times people ask, you know, what are what are my goals? You know, I got some goals out there, but I don't I don't see it like everybody else sees it. I say that you'll be much more effective if you're primarily growth-oriented and secondarily goal-oriented. And that's a lot different than a lot of people say. You got to set goals. You got to set goals. So that that doesn't, what I'm saying doesn't mean you don't set goals. You should always set goals. But this is the key that support your continuous growth. So for me, goals are secondary. What's primary? Continuous growth. If I focus on continuous growth, I'm going to reach goals I never even set. I know it's happening to me all the time. I never had a goal to speak at Yale University, but I have. Think about that. If I would have set out to speak at Yale University, I would probably went a different path, maybe a path that wasn't really meant for me, but that was never my goal. As I record this podcast, and this is coming out after the fact, I'm recording it actually on uh, January 18th, but it won't be coming out until February 21st. So today, January 18th, I know that on January 28th, uh, Rhea and I are going to be in Washington, D.C. She'd been invited to speak at the U.S. Capitol building. That was never a goal of Rhea's to speak at the U.S. Capitol building. Her goal or her pri- her primary way to move forward is being growth-oriented, just like I'm doing, just like I'm recommending you to do. Be growth-oriented. That's what she's been doing. Because she, she probably would have took a different path if her goal was to speak at the White, I mean at the uh, U.S. Capitol. But it's still going to happen. What's going to happen when you're growth-oriented is you're constantly going to be growing. See, someone who's only goal-oriented, a lot of times they reach the goal, then they quit because they don't set another goal. And they're happy with the goal they achieved. A lot of people have a goal of graduating college. So they, they go pay the price, they go to college, they graduate, and then they really stop learning, except for accidental learning on the job, that kind of stuff. I think I, I recently read a statistic And I write about it, I think, in my book, but I read it again recently. I think it's somewhere between 30 and 40% of people, and I may have shared this with you already in some of the past uh, episodes. Anyway, it fits right here, too. 30 or 40% of people who graduate high school or college and or college never read another book because they don't have to, and they don't want to, and they're not growth-oriented. They're goal-oriented. They went to college to get a job that they want or a salary that they wanted or an opportunity that they wanted. But I'm telling you, 
people who are purely goal oriented, most of those people are going to be left so far behind by people who are growth oriented. So that that's enough on that. I, I think you I think you get the picture. But our character determines how we learn, what we learn, how much we learn, why we learn. So character is a key component. Regardless of what you want to do in life, you've got to be studying personal growth, leadership development content, because it's all about influence, influencing yourself and influencing others. Regardless of what profession you want to be in or what kind of job you want to have, influence is the key to your success. It's the foundation for your competency. 87% of your results are going to come from your character. Only 13% from your from your competency, your skills. So you should always set goals that support your continuous growth. And keep in mind the goal of growth is not change for the sake of change. Change can be positive or negative. Change, change can add to your life or take away from your life. But negative change would not serve you well. That's why I don't read books. Just because somebody recommends it. It could be somebody I think a lot of could recommend a book, but doesn't mean I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna view it through the lens of my vision. Does it fit? Is it gonna serve me well? Is it worth my time and my investment? I'm gonna be doing something. But I'm not sure if it's gonna be that book or not. So discipline to focus on being growth oriented turns your desire into growth. Discipline turns desire into growth. And I think I have shared this quote with you from Jim Rohn, but this is a good one. You need to hear it again, and it fits right here. Discipline turns your desire into growth. Jim Rohn says this, the pain of discipline weighs ounces. Regret weighs tons. The pain of discipline weighs ounces. Regret weighs tons. That's that's a powerful little quote there from Jim Rohn. So the goal of growth is positive change. What determines if change is positive? It moves you closer to realizing your vision. Creating your preferred future and allows you to live the life more closely aligned with your purpose. See, a lot of people say, I don't know my purpose. I don't either. That's why I'm still growing. But I'm telling you, what I have is kind of like a funnel. When you don't really know your your purpose, you're at the top of the funnel. You're at the wide end of that funnel, and you're bouncing back and forth, maybe all over the place. You'll do like I used to do. I'll take any job somebody wanted to give me, especially if I could gain some experience or paid more or both. Either way, I, I'd take a job. If a leader asked me, I'd do the job. One reason I wanted to build trust and confidence in the leader. They believe it in me. They needed me. I want to go do that. I do whatever they ask. That's when I was on the wide end of the funnel. But further into my career, as I kept growing and I kept figuring out what, what I was passionate about and what I liked to do and what I wanted to do, I was narrowing down. So I was going deeper and deeper into that funnel. You could think of that funnel kind of as the funnel to to vision what comes out the other end is going to be vision but it's got to go from wide to narrow to narrow to narrow and then and then it gets to that pinpoint of that funnel and that's what i've been doing i'm still doing it but i'm much much farther and so 
into my career when I got into lean manufacturing process improvement. I got asked to do some other things and I didn't want to do those things anymore because I, I had figured out what I was passionate about. I wanted to do lean manufacturing process improvement. My boss was asking me to do other things and maybe his boss was asking him to get me to do other things. I don't know that far up the chain. All I know is I was be asking, I was being asked to do other things. And in the past, I would have jumped all over it because they were good things. And I could have learned some more and gained some more experience, different experience. But what I knew is I wanted to gain more experience, but relative to where I wanted to go. Where they wanted me to go is not where I wanted to go. So that's when I resigned. I started my own lean manufacturing consulting business. Because if I couldn't play on the team for the coach, in whatever position he wanted me to play, I didn't need to be on his team. I didn't I didn't need to let him and the rest of the team down by standing on the sideline when he wanted me on the field. So I got off the team. And then I kept growing. I kept learning. And that's how I got into leadership development. I thought when I got into lean manufacturing, I was there. But because I'm focused on continuous growth, and not goal-oriented. The goal wasn't to have my own business doing lean manufacturing. The goal, and I hadn't read this stuff at that time, any of this kind of stuff, but I knew it somehow. The goal was to go and grow and learn in my lane. I didn't know where it's going to take me. Right now, I don't know where this is going to take me. I have no idea. I just keep reading. I keep doing. I keep reading. I keep doing. I learn, I get new experiences, I speak all over the place. I've already been in Guatemala. I've got an invitation to go to Canada. Rio just recently got an invitation to go to London. Don't know if we go into those places. Deal, you know, deals got to be worked out. But we've getting invited. And I know that's coming. I don't know when. I ain't worried about it. That's not the goal. My goal is not to speak all over the world. Probably what's going to happen one day though. Israel and I both are going to be speaking all over the world. There's people right now listening to these podcasts in over a, a hundred countries. I haven't looked lately, but I'm pretty sure it's over a hundred countries. There are people listening to this podcast. So I'm gaining influence internationally. LinkedIn, I have nearly 50,000 followers from all over the world. So I, I'm gaining influence internationally, but I'm not doing it to be an international speaker. But it's probably going to happen. I'm doing all this to add value to other people because that's my passion. I think that's my purpose. Where it's going to take me, who knows? Same thing with you. You figure it out what you're passionate about. Start growing intentionally in that area. If you're a welder, study welding. Don't just go to work and be a welder and learn what they teach you to do while you're welding. If you're passionate about welding, you love welding, you need to be watching videos about welding. You need to be reading books about welding. You need to be learning all about welding if you're passionate about it. And see, if you're passionate about it, you'll do it. You don't have to get paid to do it. If it's just a job, you may do an outstanding job, but as soon as you're not required to do the job, you don't have an interest in it. Whatever your job is, if you're not passionately on your own without getting paid, studying and researching, you, you ain't close. You ain't even close yet. Most people go to work and do a job and they go home and they don't think about it till the next day. Nothing wrong with that. 
but you're not in your sweet spot. You ain't even close. And you don't even understand how good life can be for you. But what you have to do is just start where you're at and be intentional about growing your character first. Most of all, I'd say put 80% of your time that you have into growing and developing your character, regardless of your profession. Put another 20% of your time relative to your competency, your skills, your knowledge, that sort of thing. Because your character is going to launch you, limit you. So don't focus on earning more. Focus on learning more. Because increasing your value is a simple concept. It's always easy to understand, but it's not always easy to do. Ask for more experience. Volunteer. Now, the rest of the world is going to be saying, what are you doing? You're crazy. I wouldn't do that. And they probably wouldn't. And they probably won't. Don't worry about it. You take advantage of no one else wants the responsibility. That's a perfect opportunity for you. And if you don't know where you want to go, you don't have a lane, do like I used to. Hold your hand up, accept any kind of responsibility you'll get, and then you'll discover something you really like doing. You're passionate about it. You'll get better at it and better at it. You'll just keep going down inside that funnel I was describing. So the most important person you'll ever influence is yourself. Degree, the degree to which you're able to influence yourself will determine the level of influence you ultimately have with others. That's what this whole series is about. That's what the book is about. Ten foundational elements of intentional transformation. How to become your best self. That takes a lot of influence on the inside. And it's really about hope and belief. And we've covered a lot of that in the series already. Henry Cloud says, where there is no belief or hope for growth to be real, it is no longer attempted. People or organizations enter into a state of sameness. And as we have seen, that is really when things are no longer alive. Death is taking over, not growth. And again, those were the words of Henry Cloud. It's, it's pretty powerful. And people ask me all the time, what separates you? What caused you to do this? And it was belief in myself. When I started learning this stuff, I believed the stuff. And then I believed if I applied these principles, I, I would get the results that these leadership gurus and personal growth and development people were talking about. They had examples of their own. They had examples of others. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's what I see when I go around the country speaking. People who believe in these principles and then on top of that, believe in themselves and actually go out and apply it, believing that they're going to get the results, they launch like a rocket. Everyone else, they maintain the status quo. Nothing changes because there's no growth. You're not going to buy this book if you don't believe it's really going to change you and help you change, change your mindset. That's what I'm talking about. Offer thought-provoking content. See, there's people who... We're on episode eight right now of this 11-part series. There's people listening who have already bought the book. I promise you, those people are going to get better results than the people who haven't bought the book. Not because I want $18 from you. I'm just telling you, those people believe in these principles and themselves at a higher level. 
And you don't have to buy the book. I'm just saying the ones who have bought the book already are going to get better results. And I don't want you to go buy the book because I just said that. But if it provokes thought and you decide, hey, I do believe it, then go get the book. Dive in deeper. Go get a bunch of other books after this one. But that's what it's about. It's about belief. Hope that things can change and get better. So the key to moving beyond average is doing what exceptional people do, not wanting what they have. A lot of people want what other people have, but they don't want to do the work to get what they have. Discipline leverages sacrifice. And it's a two-part formula. Sacrifice plus discipline. Those are two previous foundational layers that we talk about. Equal growth. And so we're about to wrap up this chapter. But if you're not growing, you're slowing. I'm going to end on a quote from John Maxwell. It's a little bit long. Here we go. When I go through change, it is because I am passive. I accept it as an inevitable. So I sigh and say, I hope this comes out all right. When I grow through change, I become active. I take control of my attitude, my emotions. Years ago, I determined that while others may lead small lives, small lives, I would not. While others may become victims, I would not. And while others will leave their future in others' hands, I will not. And while others go through life, I will grow through it. That's my choice, and I will surrender it to no one. Again, those are the words of John C. Maxwell. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others now available on audio along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.